celebrating over two decades of consecutive broadcasts on the great game of horse racing in Las Vegas. The Race Day Las Vegas show thanks all of our listeners and sponsors for your appreciated support. The following is a Race Day Las Vegas presentation in association with Sirocco Productions Limited on the Race Day Las Vegas radio network. Gaming capital of the world, time for Race Day Las Vegas, covering the sport of kings with a Las Vegas perspective. Now to the race desk with your host, Ralph Sirocco. From the backstretch to the turf flow, at the race books and on the internet, to all horse players around the world, a good morning. Well, well, well. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Race Day Las Vegas radio program on this Wednesday. It is the 24th day of August already. Wow. 824-2022 is your date. We welcome you to the show. We come to you live and direct from the gaming capital of the world, Las Vegas, Nevada, at the studios over the airwaves, Sports Talk 1400 AM. Here in Las Vegas right now, we're in the monsoon season, and so... Uh, we start off the day, earlier this morning, we had some rain around uh, southern uh, Nevada and certainly uh, here in parts of Las Vegas and uh, Henderson and north Las Vegas, etc. But it's starting to clear out now. And uh, right now, the uh, weather, the degrees, a little bit, uh, make it 11 minutes after 7 a.m. Pac- uh, Pacific time, is 88 degrees right now, 88 out there. Kind of humid, yeah. We're going to get up to 102 today, and these conditions are going to last throughout the day, and then it's going to get better and sunnier later on in the day here in Las Vegas. Now, as far as across the country is concerned, where you may be listening to us on our many different uh, platforms to get us around the world, that include uh, racedaylasvegas.com.vegas.world.global, or your devices, your Androids and your iPhones with your app, your KSHP radio station app that you can hear us now, and certainly anywhere you get your podcasting, we welcome you all, however, wherever, whenever you get us. Welcome to the show as we kick off another week of racing. going to be an exciting week of racing, too, that's for sure. Across the country, though, up and down the Pacific Coast is clear. Uh, Up and down the Atlantic Coast right now, it's clear, although there was a lot of action going on in the mid-Atlantic, but that uh, that front is now off, off the shore and in the Atlantic. But there's a lot of action going on in Mississippi and uh, Louisiana, Missouri, etc., right in there in the Gulf Coast and southern parts of the Gulf uh, in uh, the Texas shore. Uh, that's where the main action is at. Now, we understand <clears throat> that up at Saratoga, and we'll get our report from Jonathan Hardin. It's going to be interesting with Jonathan today. Because, uh, you know, Cyberknife goes in the uh, Travers, and Brad Cox is just so happy on how this horse is training up to that race. Can't wait to hear what uh, Hardoon has to say. And, of course, he'll stick his head out the window 
tell us what's the latest at Saratoga, but they've already canceled the turf racing and the steeplechase stakes race today at Saratoga. So for those of you who are really um, wanting to see that steeplechase race, the Michael G. Walsh Novice Stakes canceled, and all the turf races have been canceled. And so I would imagine they had some weather up there that uh, constituted that change. So we'll wait and see, and we'll get that from uh, Jonathan. But outside of that, uh, around the country looks pretty good. Uh, we will be highlighting uh, selections from uh, track phantom Dave Valento today for Canterbury Park that has that 10% takeout in the pick fours and pick fives. And, of course, we're going to take a look at the weekend stakes races. And, boy, got to tell you, there's a lot of great weekend stakes races coming up. There is a $1 million race up for grabs this weekend and it's neither at Del Mar or Saratoga, believe it or not. Charlestown, and this is on Friday. This is not uh, the weekend, but, well, the Saturday-Sunday weekend days. But it's on Friday. On Friday, Charlestown is going to have a whole bunch of stakes races. And when you look at it, seven stakes races at Charlestown. They include the Grade 3 Charlestown Oaks for a half a million dollars for three-year-old fillies. And the Charlestown Classic, a grade two, and that is a $1 million purse at a mile and one-eighth for three-year-olds and up. That kicks off the weekend on Friday. Okay? Also on Friday, out at Saratoga, it is the New York Showcase Day of Racing, where six New York-bred showcase stakes races will be held. This on Friday at Saratoga. And even Woodbine kicks in with four stakes races. Two of which for a hundred grand, two of which for two hundred thousand. At Woodbine on Friday, what a big, big Friday we're going to have here, huh? Two-year-olds uh, will go, uh, and three-year-olds will go in uh, the Philly Division and Colts and Gelding Division. They're all at Woodbine on Friday. That sets the table for Saturday. Saturday, uh, you've got the Pat O'Brien. A sprint at seven furlongs for three-year-olds and up at Del Mar, which is a Breeders' Cup win in your in-race. Monmouth Park will hold uh, the sapling for two-year-olds as well for the two-year-olds there. And then Saratoga, of course, kicks in with the big Traverse Day card. Saratoga's Travers Day card has six stakes races, one Breeders' Cup win in your in, the Sword Dancer, grade one on the turf. You also have the Bolliston Spa, a grade two on the turf, the four go stakes at seven furlongs, a grade one, the Personal Ensign, a grade one for four-year-olds and up, fillies and mares at a mile and one-eighth. The H. Allen Jerkins Memorial, a grade one for three-year-olds at seven furlongs. And as we said, the Sword Dancer, a Breeders' Cup winning her in at uh, a mile and a half. 750 grand on the turf for four-year-olds and up. And, of course, the main event, the Travers. $1,250,000 purse for three-year-olds at the mile and a quarter distance. The American classic distance of a mile and a quarter on good old Mother Earth's main track of pure dirt. And this is, of course, called the Midsummer Derby. So we got a lot of good stuff happening over the weekend. 
Mm. And it starts on Friday. Wow. And, of course, as we said today, uh, Saratoga, the uh, steeplechase stakes race, has been uh, called off because, obviously, of the weather track conditions. So uh, we got a lot of stuff going on. My goodness. 11 graded stakes races, two Breeders' Cup winning your in races, and uh, we'll make it three, actually, uh, two at uh, Saratoga, one at Del Mar, and the Travers. Oof, man. Mm, good stuff. All right. Just good stuff. And I got to tell you, when we're talking about, uh, you're even, you know, we're talking about like at Monmouth Park with the uh, with the sapling coming up. The, of course, the sorority for the two-year-old fillies was last weekend. But boy, the two-year-olds this year, and especially showcased at Del Mar and Saratoga, are really starting to raise eyebrows for what this class could be later on in the year. And of course, next year when they become the darlings of the entire racing world as three-year-olds. A lot of good stuff happening, that's for sure. Uh, one of the uh, two-year-olds, uh, Echo again, there at uh, Saratoga. Brisnet speed rating 99, buyer 94, time form 109. And what about the three-year-old fillies? I we got to talk about that. Look, Nest winning the Alabama, she got 104. Brisnet speed figure, 104. Time form, 121. Buyer, 99. Fevrover in the uh, Canadian over at uh, Woodbine over the weekend, got 104. And uh, what about Mariah? Or Mora, I should say. Mora. Keep pronouncing her name right. You better get it right soon, Ralph. Mora, the winner of the Queen's Plate. 101 Brisnet figure. 97 buyer, time form 112. I mean, you talk about Nesta, Mora, and do not forget Spinderella, which uh, really knocked them out at Del Mar and the Del Mar Oaks. And you got, I mean, this is such a premium time. It's so rich with promising two-year-olds and the three-year-olds that are coming to fruition, both in the Phillies and the Colts in the Travers. I mean, take a look at the Travers field. They drew this yesterday. Here it is. Cyberknife will break from post one. Florent Garot board for Brian Cox. Brad Cox, I should say. And, uh, of course, he won the Haskell, the grade one. This is the only two-time grade one winner as a three-year-old so far, Cyberknife. Okay? For Brad Cox and Florent Garot. Post one. Number two is Rich Ice, uh, Rich Strike, son of Keen Ice. Rich Strike, okay? The unbelievable, shocking derby winner who's trying to show people that it wasn't a fluke. They say he's been training great. Uh, Leon will ride again for Reed. Finished sixth in the Belmont, but you know he won the Kentucky Derby. And then number three is Ain't Life Grand for Mr. Von Hemmel. The rider will be Gaskin. He just won the Iowa Derby at Lone Star, I guess it is. Was that Lone Star? No, Iowa Derby's at uh, Prairie Meadows, I believe. Anyhow, 20 to 1, but uh, hey, remember what Rich Strike did in the Derby? 
Number four is Gilded Age. Billy Mott and uh, Junior Alvarado together, second in the Curlin. The five is Artorias, son of Arrogate, who won the Curlin for Chad Brown. I read Ortiz Jr. will ride. The six is Epicenter, which right now is probably vying with Cyberknife for the best of the three-year-old Colts right now. Steve Asmussen, of course, trains. Joel Rosario will ride. Hopefully he'll be off uh, back. He was off his mouth all weekend. He was sick. He was tested for uh, COVID but didn't have it. He was just sick. So he'll be back riding, certainly. Won the Jim Dandy recently, and a big one in the Jim Dandy. Remember that. The seven is early voting. The Preakness winner, fourth in the Jim Dandy in his last start. He's also trained by Chad Brown and... Uh, Mr. Ortiz will ride. Jose Ortiz there. And the eight is Zandon. This horse has been on the cusp a lot. Finished second in the Jim Dandy. Flavian Pratt riding for Chad Brown. Chad Brown has three pieces of the eight in the Travers. Epicenter has been um, installed as the uh, favorite. And, of course, Cyberknife there as the second choice. This is going to be a good race. No doubt about it. Okay, we're going to go to our first break. we got a lot to get going, and I can't wait for Mr. Hardoon to give us his take on what has happened over the weekend and certainly what's about to happen in the Travers. We'll have a uh, twin Q result for you from Sunday. And then, of course, <clears throat> John Lindo and Jerry Jackowitz with their Saratoga selections today. And, of course, uh, track phantom Dave Valento, his picks for Canterbury today. Plus your racing menu. Don't go away. We'll be right back. The best of quarter horse racing continues at Los Alamitos Racecourse. This Saturday night, the action will feature a pick six carryover of $91,236. It's one of our biggest carryovers of the year. And with the new money that will be wagered on Saturday night, the payout could be huge. What a way to spice up the nighttime action. A pick six carryover of more than $91,000. Plus, the Saturday action will also feature the running of the Sergeant Pepper feature stakes. Top sophomores face off at 350 yards. And on Sunday night, Los Alamitos will host the grade one $100,000 Go Man Go Handicap, led by many of Quarter Horse Racing's biggest stars, including 2021 Los Alamitos Super Derby winner, Flashback. The best of racing, the best of quarter horse racing, always at Los Alamitos. And remember, our pick six carryover of more than $91,000 on Saturday night. Want to bet your favorite horse but can't make it to the race book? South Point Casino's race book has the answer. Come in and sign up for the Nevada Racebook mobile app. For just a $50 minimum deposit, you'll have the Racebook right at your fingertips, no matter where you are in Nevada. It's convenient, fun, and easy to use. When you do have time to visit, South Point Casino is the perfect place to be. Our Racebook is completely separate from the sportsbook and totally dedicated to the horse player. With 52 overhead TVs, free Wi-Fi, and cocktail service, bring your tablet or smartphone and plug into the USB ports to look up your favorite handicapping website without draining your battery. Want to wager from your seat? No problem with our IPTs. Just sign up, make a deposit, and you're off to the races. Plus, you'll earn points for dining, hotel, movies, entertainment, and the spa just by using the club card when wagering. Whether you want to come in or play from the comfort of your home, South Point Casino's Racebook has you covered. 
sports players. In 2020, Canterbury Park introduced a 10% takeout traditional 50 cent pick five. That's the lowest takeout on the planet. This season, in addition to that low takeout pick five, Canterbury offers a 10% takeout pick four, beginning with the first race each day. Again, the lowest takeout in horse racing. Canterbury Park, we race Wednesday, Thursday, and Saturday at 5 p.m. Central and Sunday at 1. Canterburypark.com, home of the 10% takeout. STN Sports is the only sports betting app you need this season. STN Sports has it all. In-play betting, mobile parlay cards, the Play Plus card to fund and withdraw from anywhere in Nevada, and a $50 new sign-up bonus. STN Sports even lets you earn rewards for every bet. Safe and easy betting from your phone or tablet. Go to StationCasinoSports.com or sign up at any Station Casino or Wildfire. Details available at all sportsbooks. from DRF.com is the exclusive past performance content provider for the Race Day Las Vegas show. All right, a couple of quick notes. Uh, we're talking about all the, the stakes races this weekend, but as we said, the one that has the highest purse is the $1 million dollar. Charlestown Classic to be hen, uh, held on Friday night. And in that race, uh, they had a field of eight. And for a million bucks, you'll get a couple of nice horses like uh, Art Collector, son of Bernardini. Luis Saez will be in to ride for Bill Mott in the uh, Charlestown Classic. And, of course, you also have Mind Control in there. Good, good field, no doubt about it. All right, uh, the uh, big uh, hearing, the appeal uh, for Bob Baffert, on the uh, the whole mess with Medina Spirit, that's uh, going underway. And they got uh, witnesses testifying on both sides, and you know it'll probably happen. But anyhow, Baffert took his shot, and, and that's going to be it. Finally, another uh, thought about uh, Kentucky racing. You know, you got the, um, you got the big uh, Kentucky Downs meet coming up early September, and that's going to be a great meet, too. But uh, Churchill Downs... Remember what happened on Arlington Million Disaster Day. Churchill Downs is suspending all turf racing for their September meeting. There will be no turf racing when the September meet rolls around for Churchill Downs, which is, what, a couple of weeks away, because of their continuing problems with the new turf course. They say, they say that uh, the turf racing is expected to return was expected to return for the fall meeting, but according to, according to a, a release uh, Churchill Downs made a couple of days ago, it ain't going to happen. So there you are. There it is. There you have it. <clears throat> okay, time to get started with the menu of racetracks available today in the race book, simulcast centers, and racetracks around the country. First post times, as you know, we post on the show each and every day, reflect out of the Pacific time zone, because uh, those will be the first post times that roll out in our race books here in Las Vegas. Today we are race day Las Vegas. And we are in the Pacific time zone, thus. Pacific time zone, first post times on the menu each and every day. If you're listening, uh, you know, anywhere out there, however, wherever we, you get us, and you're not in the Pacific time zone, adjust to it. Hey, you might miss some. I don't want you to miss anything, like I miss mom and dad. So you, uh, <clears throat> you just uh, pay attention and adjust to the Pacific time zone, okay? 
All right, we will begin our menu with Delaware Park. Their first post time is 9.30 today at Delaware Park, okay? And uh, Delaware Park, 9.30 today. Next will come Parks Racing. Parks Racing has the highest jackpot carryover in the nation right now. And it is a pick five jackpot carryover. Their first post time today is 9.55, and that pick five jackpot carryover stands at 314934 bucks. Yeah. Today at Parks Racing. Wow. Pick five jackpot. First post time is at 9.55. Next comes Saratoga. Now, right now they say Saratoga, it's uh, mostly cloudy. Going to be uh, 75, 79 degrees. Wow, 79 at Saratoga today. And uh, the track is labeled fast, but the turf courses uh, have no turf racing. They're coming off the turf. No turf racing off the melon and off the inner turf course today. So we'll wait and see what happened there. First post time at Saratoga, 10.05. It's uh, 10.05 at Saratoga. And today at uh, Saratoga, the feature race is the John's Call. Four-year-olds and up, a marathon that was scheduled for the turf. We'll wait and see what happens there with the uh, scratches in that one. First post time, 10.05 at Saratoga. Next comes Finger Lakes, the other upstate New York racetrack at this time of the year. First post time is 10.10, 10.10 at uh, Finger Lakes today. They have a pick six, a regular pick six carryover of $1,566. Then we go to Presque Isle Downs. Presque Isle Downs has a nice regular pick five carryover. This is not a jackpot, a regular pick five carryover of $88,210 and a first post time of 10.30 at Presque Isle Downs, okay? Next comes Colonial Downs, which is mostly on the turf. They throw in like a, an occasional dirt race here and there, but uh, there it's really a lot of great turf racing going on at uh, Colonial Downs. Their first post time today at Colonial is at 10.45. Following that comes Horseshoe Indianapolis. Horseshoe Indianapolis has a first post time of 11.30 today. 11.30 at Horseshoe Indianapolis today. Following that is Penn National. Now, Penn National's got a uh, small carryover in a Super High 5, their Super High 5 jackpot, $1,245. But they also have a regular pick 5 carryover. This is a regular pick 5, no jackpot. Regular pick 5 carryover, $4,147. And a first post time of 3 p.m. And then we have Canterbury Park. We'll wrap it up with Canterbury Park. First post time is 310, 3:10 at Canterbury Park today. And while we're there at Canterbury Park, I'm going to give you a Track Phantoms, Dave Valento's picks for Canterbury Park today. As you know, he has, uh, we feature that on Wednesdays and Thursdays. And of course, uh, his full sheet is available at his uh, website, trackphantom.com. Okay, let's get to started with some picks today. And we're going to go to the first race at Canterbury Park. Again, remember, that first post time here in Las Vegas is at uh, 310. 310, first post for the uh, races at uh, Canterbury Park. By the way, I did leave out a track. Evangeline Downs has a first post time at 3.30. Didn't want to leave that out. So you got 10 tracks today. Uh, Evangeline is at 3.30. Now, Canterbury Park's first race, and remember, again, it's 3.10 post time here in Las Vegas. 
His first of three picks today for the Phantom in the first race. He likes number six, Scent of Success. This will be the combination, the very popular combination there, Canterbury of Eichelberry and Robertson. Nine to five on the morning line, but he wants you to get started with that 10 cent takeout in the pick fours and pick fives. So the sixth cent of success is uh, his pick in the very first race today at Canterbury Park. And then we'll go to the fourth race. And in the fourth race at Canterbury, Dave likes number five, Scary at Canterbury. It's the name of the horse, Scary at Canterbury. The five horse in the fourth race at Canterbury today. Also, a morning line favorite at eight to five. So he wants you to get some singletons in those uh, in those uh, pick fours and pick fives. Finally, in the fifth race, just go right next to the race, the fifth race. In the fifth race, he likes number nine, Mongol Altai. Mongol Altai, the nine horse. This one's at five to one on the morning line. So you've got uh, the first, fourth, and fifth races, early races today as Track uh, Phantoms picks for the race day listeners at Canterbury Park with that 10-cent takeout. Okay? Now let's go to Jonathan Hardoon. I guess he has a soapbox and something to tell us about CyberKnife. My man, good morning. Good morning, Ralph. How are you? I'm doing fine, and I, I'm not doing as good as CyberKnife, though. Man. <laughs> well, he's, he drew the rail, and that's good news. Obviously, he had the rail in the Haskell and he had no problems winning from the rail. So he should get the same kind of trip in here. And the good news is the horses outside him have no early speed. So he's going to get good position going into that first turn. And that's always important. And uh, the bad news for Epicenter is he's surrounded by the Ortiz brothers. So <laughs> <laughs> anything could happen coming out of the gate when you have uh, those guys and uh Three of the uh, horses drawn outside are all Chad Brown horses, so it's going to be interesting. It should be a great race and uh, a lot of really good, talented horses and a lot of horses getting good at the right time. Yeah, no question about that, that's for sure, and it's uh, it's going to be a lot of fun watching uh, that. Do you want an interesting stat, Ralph? The all jockeys right. in this year's, the jockeys in this year's uh, Travers, 0 for 32, the trainers, one for 31, and that one win came by Brad Cox last year with essential quality. So everybody basically is going to do something for the first time after they win Saturday's race. Again, give me the stat for the uh, the trainers again. One for their last 31 in Travers State. One for 31. And that one win. Yeah. And that one win is Brad Cox's yeah. essential quality last year. One for 31. Here's the trainers that are in the goose egg. Bill Mott, Chad Brown, Steve Asmussen. Are you kidding me? Wow. Yeah, well, <laughs> you would think somebody won one along the way, but the answer is no. Yeah, well, there was. Brad, I mean, Brad Cox. Dominated for, yeah. yeah. But Bassford uh, dominated for a couple of years when he came with Arrogant and Justify. You know, so I don't know. That's what the stats are, and they tell the truth. They're not lying. Uh, when Artorius won the Curlin, was he close to the lead? Was he on the lead? Son of Arrogate? Who yeah, by, he who? Went to, he, Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Well, he, he, you know, he broke on top or close to it, and he just towered over that field. So, you know, he showed more speed that day than usual, but he was just so much better than the rest of them. That's probably why. But now he's facing the big boys. 
Yeah, I say that because he's a son of Arrogate, and we remember the Arrogate went into the Travers. He broke from the rail, went right for the lead, and he bottomed out the field in a jaw-dropping effort at a big price, I remember then, uh, before everybody in the world knew about how great Arrogate was, and now his son comes back in this race with Irad and uh, Chad uh, helping him along after winning the Curlin. And as you say, Epicenter is stuck right between uh, Arturius and uh, early voting uh, with the uh, Ortiz brothers. And Mr. Rosario, though, he doesn't, he's not intimidated that much. He's, he's, got a, he's got, I think, your main contender in the race, Epicenter. Oh, absolutely. No question about it. You know, listen, Epicenter finished second in the Derby. He was highly regarded. He was the favorite going in. And uh, he still may be the horse to beat, but let's see what happens. Well, you're... you're your backers, your your guys there are the only one uh, has the only three year old in the country that's a two time grade one winner. So that uh, says something there, don't you? I would think so. And it, you know, it's it, listen. Whoever wins the Travers on Saturday, I think is going to be uh, crowned three year old champ of the year. Really? So, you know, now, now, yeah, well, who's, who, why not? All right, uh, just hold on a second now. This poses a very interesting dynamic this year. When you have three-year-olds like Nest and Mora doing the things that they're doing. Now, I know Nest has already ran against the boys and didn't beat them, but she's a much better filly than she is now. you got to admit, the three-year-old fillies, even Spenderella on the grass, yeah, take a second look at these horses. I mean, these three-year-old fillies are right right there with the boys, I think, right now. Do they have a separate category, three-year-old fillies yeah. and three-year-old colts? Yeah. So, okay, so yeah. those are fillies, and they'll knock each other out. It'll be the nest of Spenderella, I assume. But they also and have the colts a... Will the big, yeah. They also have a three-year-old, the best three-year-old of the year, too, you know. Okay. Overall. Well, if you win three grade ones, uh, Ralph, you're entitled to some sort of uh, recognition, wouldn't you think? Well, yeah, sure. But you said the winner of the Travers. So you're, you're, you're psychologically telling us that Cyberknife is going to win, and you're right. He will have three grade ones then. <laughs> oh, you old exactly. slip of the Freudian tongue there, buddy. <laughs> oh, it's going to be a great By race. By the though. way, Ralph. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we have to address a, a serious problem that Delmar and Saratoga are having. And uh, all right, but disgrace. I just want, want to wrap up. That's our Travers conversation for today. We will, we will have other Travers conversations before the races on Saturday with you. But uh, as far as Brad Cox is concerned, all the things I'm hearing about it is CyberKnife is really doing great, right? He's as happy as could be. The horse worked Saturday. It was, he said it was the best work he's ever had. He sees the difference. You know, he turned the corner for sure in the Haskell. He did something he's never done before. He didn't pull up. He didn't act crazy. Yeah. He, he tended to business. And I think, personally, it's because he was drawn inside. So he saw the other competition around him. Uh-huh. In that last race, the Matt Wynn stakes at Churchill, when he got up to win by a nose, he was outside and there was no competition. Uh-huh. You know, so it's different when you're inside and, you, and you're in the thick of things. Yeah. Giroux said the same kind of thing, right. you know, in the post-race interviews. And, uh, you know, last night we were sitting at the draw, and, and we drew the rail, and, and everybody was just ecstatic about uh, about the draw. People are saying, oh, you worried about the rail? No, not with this horse. Okay. You want to be inside. Good insight there. Now we can get to your soapbox. Go ahead. 
I mean, what they did, Saratoga and Delmar this weekend, is a total, total disgrace. It's mis- it's it just shows such a lack of respect for the gamblers and the players. It's just not right. They were running races on top of each other. They had the Alabama going off the same time as a race at Delmar. You know, first of all, charting their own handle. It makes no sense. You know, they can't figure this out. You have two premier meets a year, mm-hmm. Saratoga and Delmar. Mm-hmm. You have to run the races on top of each other. People were really pissed off, Ralph. I got to tell you, I heard about it from not a few people, a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And they're right. You know, people want to bet the races. They want to watch the races. What do you do? They're running on top of each other. It just makes no sense. All right, here's a couple of things. Who makes these decisions? I just want to know who makes them. And whoever makes them, they really should try to work with each other, don't you think? Well, okay, here's a couple of things. One, this is such a simple thing to correct. It doesn't take, a, you know, a new regulation. It doesn't take a vote. It it's a simple thing. If you've got two TVs, you can see, you know, and you can stagger the post, posi- you know, post times. Number two, yes, it does affect the handle without a doubt. I know I've been sitting in a book where I'm betting a race at one track, and for, oh, geez, the gambling gods forbid the fact that I might win that race and then want to double up my bet in the next race coming up at the uh, the other track. And even if I don't, by the time that race is over, I can't get, I get locked out of the, it's ridiculous. You're right. Okay. I'm glad you agree with me. By the way, after doing it on Saturday and getting the, 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 all the garbage that they had to hear about it, they came back on Sunday and did the identical thing again. What do you uh, can can I give you a thought maybe? Go I, ahead. I think the decision is just purely ego. Like we got the best. Well, ego or not ego, they're hurting themselves. You I don't know. cut your nose to spite your face. I know. You and, know, and, and it's it's hurting handle and it's making people mad. Right. You don't want to uh, upset your customers for I God's know. sake. I know. Listen, uh, you're you're preaching to the choir and all the people out there listening. Ninety nine point nine percent of them out there agree with you as well. And uh, I got to tell you that um, it. Ju- I, I don't know. I, I just don't know. It not only affects the handle. It affects their business, which is the handle, but more importantly, affects right. his, it affects the customers. That is why they're in business, and it affects them well. You know, and I just well, uh, give me a pick or two. You know, I don't know. I don't know if gamblers are making these decisions. Obviously not. You know, again, it's just another stupid thing that racetracks do to chase people away. All right. I have to tell you, I myself was disgusted. I I, I threw my hands up. It's a, I want to watch races. I'm, I'm betting races. Yeah. I'm, I have interest in races, and I've got to go watch replays, and I don't want to know the result because I want to watch the race. It's just stupid. Yes. I mean, the thing is, you know, a player, a horse player, will sit for 30 minutes waiting for a race. And part of being a horse player and part of not only you want to win a bet, but I mean, I want to, you want to get the rush of, of participation by watching it live. You're absolutely right. And uh, we can continue this, but we made the point and we're really running late. So I need a pick. Okay. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, that's okay. But, you know. 
I mean, it's, I've been ta- I've been thinking about this since Sunday. Couldn't wait to get on the air here. Okay, I'm put up enough. <laughs> Let's go to Saratoga, race number seven, which is a mile on the main track now. It was originally scheduled for a mile on the inner turf, uh-huh. and it's on the main track. I like the number five horse in here, Proven Hope. Three-year-old cult from the Mark Henning barn. Henning got off the schneid the other day. Javier Castellano aboard to ride. Well, he was five to one on the turf. He may be shorter on the dirt. In any case... I like number five, Proven Hope, to win today's seventh race out at Saratoga. One more thing before I go, Ralph. The ninth race today is a mile and five-eighths originally scheduled for the turf. Yeah. I think it's going to be down to a field of three at top, uh, at most. You know, these are all turf horses. One horse ran on the dirt. Yeah. Uh, who knows what's going to be left of that field. But that's the way it goes. Yeah, that is the uh, feature today, the $135,000 John's call. They're off the turf already. There were only six entered to begin with. At those conditions, and as you say, if they scratch half the field, they'll be down to three. All right. Well, thanks a lot. Take your blood pressure medication now, and uh, you relax for a while, Jonathan, and we'll talk to you tomorrow. Thanks, Ralphie. Stay safe. All right. We'll be back with more right after this. The best of quarter horse racing continues at Los Alamitos Racecourse. This Saturday night, the action will feature a pick six carryover of $91,236. It's one of our biggest carryovers of the year. And with the new money that will be wagered on Saturday night, the payout could be huge. What a way to spice up the nighttime action. A pick six carryover of more than $91,000. Plus, the Saturday action will also feature the running of the Sgt. Pepper feature stakes. Top sophomores face off at 350 yards. And on Sunday night, Los Alamitos will host the Grade 1 $100,000 Go Man Go Handicap, led by many of Quarter Horse Racing's biggest stars, including 2021 Los Alamitos Super Derby winner, Flashback. The best of racing, the best of Quarter Horse Racing, always at Los Alamitos. And remember, our pick six carryover of more than $91,000 on Saturday night. STN Sports is the only sports betting app you need this season. STN Sports has it all. In-play betting, mobile parlay cards, the Play Plus card to fund and withdraw from anywhere in Nevada, and a $50 new sign-up bonus. STN Sports even lets you earn rewards for every bet. Safe and easy betting from your phone or tablet. Go to StationCasinoSports.com or sign up at any Station Casino or Wildfire. Details available at all sportsbooks. All right, we're going to squeeze in your uh, Twin Q results from Sunday at uh, Station Casinos. It featured the 8th and 10th races Sunday at uh, Del Mar. And the 8th uh, race there, uh, the winner paid 12.20, second horse paid 2.60. And in the 10th uh, race, uh, the winner paid 6.40, and the second horse paid uh, $11 even. Juan Hernandez, four wins at Del Mar on Sunday. Wow, this kid is really tearing it up, that's for sure. Okay, the Del Mar 8th and 10th races on uh, Sunday were the Twin Q races at Station Casinos. The winning numbers 2-8 and 1-8. There were seven winners. Each one got $714.30. And we will be back with John and Jerry to wrap this up. Don't go away. Want to bet your favorite horse but can't make it to the race book? South Point Casino's race book has the answer. 
Come in and sign up for the Nevada Racebook mobile app. For just a $50 minimum deposit, you'll have the Racebook right at your fingertips, no matter where you are in Nevada. It's convenient, fun, and easy to use. When you do have time to visit, South Point Casino is the perfect place to be. Our Racebook is completely separate from the sportsbook and totally dedicated to the horse player. With 52 overhead TVs, free Wi-Fi, and cocktail service. Bring your tablet or smartphone and plug into the USB ports to look up your favorite handicapping website without draining your battery. Want to wager from your seat? No problem with our IPTs. Just sign up, make a deposit, and you're off to the races. Plus, you'll earn points for dining, hotel, movies, entertainment, and the spa just by using the club card when wagering. Whether you want to come in or play from the comfort of your home, South Point Casino's Racebook has you covered. The best of quarter horse racing continues at Los Alamitos Racecourse. This Saturday night, the action will feature a pick six carryover of $91,236. It's one of our biggest carryovers of the year. And with the new money that will be wagered on Saturday night, the payout could be huge. What a way to spice up the nighttime action. A pick six carryover of more than $91,000. Plus, the Saturday action will also feature the running of the Sgt. Pepper feature stakes. Top sophomores face off at 350 yards. And on Sunday night, Los Alamitos will host the Grade 1 $100,000 Go Man Go Handicap, led by many of Quarter Horse Racing's biggest stars, including 2021 Los Alamitos Super Derby winner, Flashback. The best of racing, the best of quarter horse racing, always at Los Alamitos. And remember, our pick six carryover of more than $91,000 on Saturday night. The Race Day Las Vegas Show, the only exclusive daily local media racing information source in Las Vegas. All righty. Well, let's get out to Southern California where John Lindo is standing by. John, good morning. Good morning, Ralph. How you doing? <laughs> I'm doing fine, but Jonathan's really upset about the uh, <laughs> race, running races over each other. Well, you know, it's not that difficult, Ralph. Like I you know. say, there are two, two premier mates going right now. All they, all they have to do is see where they're going, and I know sometimes there are delays that yeah. horses at the gate or, you know, little, little things will happen. Right. You can still call some minor adjustments and, and make it. If you leave at your post scheduled post time, as opposed to waiting around or delaying anything else, we can we can get this thing done. But you know that that I guess you have to have some kind of PhD to figure that out. No, you don't. It's really that easy. And the thing is, is like uh, you know, spiting themselves because uh, they make their money with the handle, and the handle will go up when the customers can play. And you know, a lot of horse players are impulsive. And uh, they just get through winning a one race and they say, you know, I'm going to double my bet on this horse at, uh, in, in the next track. And if it's at Del Mar, then go to uh, New York at Saratoga because they feel good about it and all that stuff. It's just ridiculous. And Well, yeah, you yeah, know, I, I won't play if I can't watch it live just because I enjoy the action. Right. So, that's what. Uh, that's the whole thing. I mean, player, don't they understand that the adrenaline rest, the whole thing? And I mean, that's why we're playing? Mm. Well, I, well, you know, you and I get it, but... God forbid anybody should look out for the horse player. Well, uh, a lot of great uh, two-year-olds are making their way at Del Mar and, and Saratoga, and i got to tell you, if they all all the parts stay in one place with these horses, the Breeders' Cup Juvenile is going to be one hell of a race. 
Well, yeah, you know, everything for the most part has been sprinting now. They're going to start stretching out yeah. here in the next month, and we'll see now who will handle the two turns as we get ready to get to the Breeders' Cup. And, uh, you know, a lot of good possibilities. We've seen some pretty good horses out there so far, and, mm-hmm. and we actually have a two-year-old maiden race going a mile on dirt. That'll be our first dirt route at Del Mar later this week. Uh-huh. So you know, we'll start separating the men from the boys when the distances get longer. I read a stat somewhere. It said uh, since the start of the meet, uh, almost 60, 60, 60, almost 60 different trainers have won a race at Del Mar. That's spreading the wealth. That's, I don't have the current total, but that sounds about right. And, and, and uh, it seems that way. We've had new, new faces from around the country, mm-hmm. and uh, the guys from Northern California are holding their own. And, and it's nice to see some of the smaller barns. We had a week there where most of the stakes races were won by barns with less than 20 horses. Yeah. And, and, you know, you'd think that would be very tough to do at Del Mar, but these guys are coming through. Yeah, not even a question about that. A couple of quick notes uh, for Saratoga today. Of course, we know the first race been canceled. It was a uh, steeplechase uh, stakes race. That's been canceled. Turf races uh, for the thoroughbreds, the, the flats, they say, uh, they call it, uh, uh, the uh, turf races are off the turf, rescheduled for the main, which uh, may uh, cause, as uh, Jonathan was saying, a short field in the, the thoroughbred feature of the day, the John's Call. Uh, and apprentice uh, Jose Gomez was taken off his mounts the other day because he tested positive for COVID, so we'll wait and see about that. And John Velasquez is on the cusp. He's got 998 Saratoga wins. So pay attention. He's he's going to get to his 1,000th Saratoga win real soon. Might happen today. Who knows? Well, that's a lot of wins considering the short period of time there at Saratoga every summer. No. That, that That's a real milestone. Yeah, not yeah, that is great. Uh, now, uh, Gomez uh, is uh, scheduled to ride today. We'll wait and see if he passed uh, his uh, test. That's for sure. And uh, I know for a fact that, uh, John... On uh, days when Del Mar is not running and Saratoga is, you have a Lindo report for Saratoga, as you do today for the Saratoga races at Saratoga. The Lindo report, of course, all the goody information, the picks, the suggested leg pick four, and all that good stuff at the bottom for handicapping. And, of course, you update jockey and trainer standings as well, right? Right. So going into this week, I read Ortiz is your leading jockey at Saratoga, 41 winners. Luis Sayas, a clear second, 33, and Gerald Rosario has 29. As far as the trainers go, Chad Brown's been in front from the outset. He's got 31 wins. Todd Pletcher second with 22. And Bill Mott, a distant third with 12. All righty. And, and uh, uh, should I ask about the percentage of winning favorites? Favorites are at 35% for the meet, which is basically just about the norm these days. All right. John, let's have a winner out at the spa. Let's go to race number four today. In the fourth race, number six, Salipo, I thought ran like a short horse coming off a little layoff on August the 3rd. Drops in class, goes from the inside to the outside, is reunited with jockey Eric Cancel, who's done some good work on this horse. And I just think uh, the class drop and, and the change in post are going to lead to a lot better effort here. Eight to one on the program, number six, Salipo. Race number four, Saratoga. Yeah, Cancel is a solid good rider, and he usually uh, brings in priced horses, that's for sure. This one trained by Linda Rice, the sixth Salipo uh, in the uh, fourth race is John Lindo's pick for the race day listeners. Nice, nice little eight to one on the morning line. Let's, keep, let's hope we can keep it there. And, of course, the rest you can get the Linda report for today at Saratoga right now, exclusively and only at the South Point. Hey, we'll talk to you tomorrow, John. You got it. Good luck today. All right. You got it, my man. Now we're going to go to Jerry Jackowitz standing by his power pages for Saratoga today at all the station casino race books. Jerry, good morning.
Good morning, although I, I did not get a call that we were going to be off the uh, turf, so uh, the turf the turf races I have done for turf racing. So Okay, so Just we keep will that in, keep that in mind. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Uh, but officially um, they are off the turf. Yeah, that's what I saw on the uh, on the website as well. So okay, um, it's it's annoying, but it's it's what it is. So all right. So uh, before you give me uh, a thought on uh, your two selections for today, now that you have, but of course the main track is labeled fast, so I right, don't right. understand that. But in any, any case, uh, a thought about the Travers Field. Well, um, you know, I'll start really handicapping it uh, tomorrow. Okay. Uh, the horse that's really um, affected me in the most positive way mm-hmm. um, is Epicenter. He's running, right? So yeah. I haven't even checked the uh, overnight. All right. Sure, yeah, we're, we're not going to get into it if you don't even know what the field is like. But you're right. right. Epicenter is, and he will be the yeah. favorite. All right. Yeah, let's... He, he's, I just wanted to say that I thought that the way he ran up at uh, Saratoga was really uh, – relaxed and very free and he was really reaching for ground he looks like a really healthy cult who's on the improve so not even a question about that yeah all right saratoga all right so i was going to go to the uh fourth and the sixth race today so i'll switch to the fourth and the seventh so we keep it all on the dirt in the fourth race i like uh number three cathedral beach the reason I like this horse so much, for Eddie Barker just claimed it off of uh, Georgie Weaver. Um, the, this gelding just went up to uh, Saratoga and just ran a race that's really unbelievably good. And I'm wondering if this is really part of a horse-for-course angle. He is 2-1, to one, so I wouldn't go below that. But I like the 3 a lot. So I like the 3 over the 1-6. I know that's uh, John is the 6 horse. Mm-hmm. Uh, do small reverses, if at all. But maybe I'll press up 3663 now. All right. Well, you give me a Sirocco play to start off the week, you and John. And, of course, you like the three, Cathedral Beach. And you're going to hook it up with the one and the six as the link-ups and reverse. And John likes the six, so it's easy for me. I'm just going to take a three-six uh, box oh. and go to the bank with you guys. Yeah. Um, and that's the only play I have for you today, Ralph. I'm sorry. I don't have anything else prepared. So. Well, and uh, probably because... Uh, yeah, it's on the turf. Yeah, it's turf, on the turf. Yeah. A lot of... Yeah. Turf. A lot of changes today with the first race. Well, of course, you don't do steeplechase anyhow, but the first right. race canceling and the turf races uh, will probably more than not be uh, decimated by late scratches, etc. But uh, it's going to be a heck of a week of racing around the country, that's for sure. Saratoga has a big Friday card with the New York uh, Showcase horses and then, of course, the weekend with all the great stakes races at Saratoga. So you'll be well-equipped to give us some more selections and all that good stuff as the... Uh, as the yeah, week goes just, on. Just a tough day that way, but we've got the fourth race, and uh, that'll do it for today. Yeah, yeah. well, not only that, uh, you can get some uh, honeydew list uh, stuff done with uh, only concentrating on the fourth race. Of course, horse players right. out there certainly will be looking for more, uh, more action yeah. uh, around that as well, and that's why they can get the uh, power pages at uh, Station oh, Casinos sure. right now. But you say on the power pages now, folks, you say that they should uh, discount uh, the races that were scheduled for the turf because they were the numbers were made for the turf and not uh, for the change to the main track, That's right? absolutely correct, Ralph. Okay. All right. Well, we just want to warn everybody out there. All righty. Well, we're just starting a big week of racing, Las Vegas style. That's for sure. Coming to you from this gaming capital. So go out there. Enjoy. Go ahead and say it, Jerry. Hey! 
great race day, everybody.